Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. With our aquarium work, we marry art, science, and yeah, philosophy. It's an important mix, really. In its most simplistic and literal form, the Japanese philosophy of wabi-sabi, one we hear bandied about in the hobby now and again, is an acceptance and contemplation of the imperfection, constant flux, and impermanence of all things. The philosophy was embraced in uh, aquascaping circles by none other than the late great Takashi Amano, who proffered that a planted aquarium aquascape is in constant flux, and that one needs to contemplate, embrace, and enjoy the sweet sadness and the transience of life. It's an interesting philosophy. It's fascinating and it's meaningful, in my opinion. Many of Amano's greatest works embraced this philosophy and evolved over time as various plants would emerge, thrive, spread, and decline, reworking and reconfiguring the aquascape with minimal human intervention. Each phase of the aquascape's existence brought a new beauty and a joy to those who would observe them. This philosophy of meeting nature where it is is the perfect encapsulation of what happens in an aquarium specifically the botanical style systems that we love. If someone pressed me to name the single most important thing you need to understand and embrace to be successful when working in this arena, this concept would be it. Yet in today's you know, contest-driven breakdown the tank after the show world, this philosophy of appreciating change by nature over time seems to have been tossed aside as we move on to the next scape. Emphasis has been placed on the production of a product or a finished work in a relatively short period of time versus allowing something to evolve. And yeah, the three-month pre-contest period before you take pics and submitting it is not really allowing a tank to evolve. It's just a start. It goes for any tank, in my opinion anyway. These things take time, patience, observation, appreciation. Changes caused by nature are often subtle, maybe barely perceptible, but they're happening, and we need to train ourselves to be attuned to them. When we use natural botanical materials in our aquascapes, such as leaves and, you know, the softer botanicals, which begin to degrade after, you know, only a few weeks submerged, you can really start appreciating and understanding the practicalities of this philosophy. It can be argued, I suppose, that the use of botanicals is in, you know, in an aquarium and embracing this progression is like the very essence of what wabi-sabi is all about. And I love that the mainstream aquarium world is looking at this stuff a little bit more seriously now. However, with hobbyists worldwide getting interested in, you know, botanical-style aquariums and more and more vendors starting to offer botanical sections on their website, I think that we have to ask ourselves, why are we doing this? Is it because it's suddenly cool? Because it's a way to have a hip and trendy-looking tank? Is it because somebody told us to? Or is it perhaps something else? Are we, as a hobby, understanding that this type of tank goes a long way beyond the typical purely aesthetic-driven scapes that have been the thing for the past couple of decades. The functional aesthetic concept that we embrace here is really the cornerstone of this movement in the hobby. It starts with the way we configure our aquascapes, how we set them up to follow nature's course rather than fight it. And I've always personally felt that in a botanical, you know, style aquarium, a hardscape in the traditional sense should have a more or less permanent material like driftwood complemented by maybe some of the more durable botanicals, um, you know, and enhanced by more degradable items like leaves and seed pods and stuff. You know, 
there's something about these ephemeral components that are fascinating, these things that need replenishment over time. As we know, natural botanical materials not only offer very unique aesthetics, they offer enrichment of the aquatic habitat through the release of tannins, humic acids, vitamins, etc. as they decompose, just like they do in nature. It's a pretty amazing thing. Now, much like flowers in a garden, leaves will have a period of time where they're in all their glory, you know, followed by the gradual, inevitable encroachment of biological decay. At this phase, you may opt to leave them in the aquarium to enrich them further, you know, which provides food for fungi, bacteria, and other fauna, and maybe even a different aesthetic, or you can remove and replace them with fresh leaves and botanicals, which, by the way, very much replicates the processes which occur in nature, right? Leaf drop and all that kind of stuff. Now, with the publishing of photos and videos of leaf-influenced scapes in the past few years, there's been a lot more interest and a lot more questions by hobbyists who've never really considered these items in an aquascape before. And this, to me, is really cool because new people with new ideas and approaches are actively experimenting. And perhaps most important of all, we're looking at nature as we never really have before. We're celebrating the real diversity and appearance of natural habitats as they really are. That's a huge thing. Now, some hobbyists have commented that as their leaves and botanicals break down and the scape, as they initially, you know, presented it or created it, changes significantly over time. And I'm like, yeah, well, whether or not they know it, they're grasping wabi-sabi. Well, sort of. You have to appreciate the beauty at the various phases to really grasp the concept and appreciate it, but just recognizing it is a huge victory. To find little vignettes, little moments of fleeting beauty that need not be permanent for you to enjoy, it's a huge thing. And of course, there's always some people who just don't get it and suggest that this is a simple, you know, sloppy, not thought out and seemingly random approach to aquarium keeping. I recall vividly one critic on a Facebook forum not too many years back who, observing a botanical uh, inspired aquascape created by another hobbyist, commented that the scape looked like someone just threw some seed pods and leaves in a random fashion. That was literally a direct quote. Yeah, this guy actually did describe superficially, of course, the aesthetic to a certain extent, although to a very unsophisticated degree, but he couldn't get past the superficial assessment of the look, which was in conflict with his personal taste, and therefore he concluded it was haphazard, sloppy, and not thought out. And it made me wonder, had he ever actually been to or seen pictures of a natural aquatic habitat? I couldn't help but wonder. The lack of the ability to get out of his headspace that natural equals sloppy, poorly thought out and unsophisticated, is just stunning to me. Ouch. Weird. But on the other hand, that sort of random, almost deconstructed look was the charm and the beauty of the tank in question. The, the seemingly transient nature of this type of an aquascape, or with leaves deposited, as in nature, by currents, tidal flows, etc., settling in unlikely areas within the hardscape is undeniably beautiful. Not everybody likes nor appreciates this, or understands it, and that's perfectly fine. Not everyone finds brown water decomposing leaves, biofilm, and detritus beautiful. A lot of aquarists just sort of shrug. Some even laugh. Some love to criticize. It's not the best way to run a tank. It's just a way. Some people want rules, order, guidelines from experts. We offer no rules. We can only offer an assessment of what nature does to an aquarium when it's set up a certain way. We can only point out the way nature looks and study how it functions and perhaps offer some hints on how to embrace the processes which it utilizes. There's just no real rules when creating a botanical style aquarium other than the biological aspects of decomposition and water chemistry, which are the real factors that dictate just how your aquarium is ultimately going to evolve. Accepting the inevitable change and imperfection is the very essence and the beauty of the wabi-sabi principle, in my humble opinion. It's about observation, dedication, imagination, individuality, 
and the mindset of meeting nature where it is. So stay contemplative, (laughs) stay observant, stay curious, stay inquisitive, stay patient, stay unique, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Nolman from Tin and Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tin.